Welcome back to the Slate Show. Uh, we got week two slash three for some teams for college football and the start of NFL tonight, at least, and then uh, all the games for the rest of the week. Um, we're just going to go ahead and ignore last week for the bets. Um, that's about all I'm going to put or say on that. Yeah, some of us had excuses, some of us didn't, but that's why. My excuse was they didn't hit. So now if we want to get into yeah. other picks, I, 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 I'm, I'm killing it. <laughs> Yeah, straight up game day style. You're uh, you're nine and one, so it's not all bad. Yeah, I'm going to knock on some wood. Um, <laughs> if only odds were pretty good instead of like Georgia minus a thousand. Um, right. Yeah. For, I did find some closer spreads this week. No, uh, no minus seventeens in there. Yeah. Uh, that. Hands up. I I. God. Stetson Bennett, non-believer. <laughs> I should have went with what I said on the pod. None of y'all would have known the difference, except for me. I'm a loyal. I'm yeah. He texted me. He's like, I said Oregon, right? I'm like, no, you verbatim said Georgia minus 17. He's like, well, I meant Oregon. I'm like thinking, are you are you sure? And so he, to his credit, went out and clarified yeah. it, and they lost by like 100. So sure enough, yeah, <laughs> lost lost me a bet, and then lost their spot in the top 25. Yeah, that 16 spot ranking drop was uh, a little ridiculous. We covered that. On the recap yeah. that we put out uh, Between today. that and Michigan jumping up to four from eight. Or beating mighty Colorado State. Yeah. Um, with so. a quarterback who might not even start. No, he's not starting this weeks, week. So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Right. No, it's it's McCarthy this week. So, yeah. Um, I mean, guess getting into it, to the records last week, uh, straight game day picks. Uh, I went four and one. Uh, we all miss Utah. Um, yeah. Which was... Looking back at it now, I should have known. Um, yeah, I mean, all, all the danger signs were there, but I mean, yeah. if you don't throw a pick to a tight end laying on his back, then we might be talking a different story. But uh, yeah, me and Jacob had the fighting Chase Bryces. They lost a heartbreaker as well, so that put me and him at three and two, and uh, you at four and one with uh, yeah. those. I ended up live betting that game, or like just a self bet, and I did because um, it was. Right before the game started, Downs got announced that he wasn't playing. So right. the spread flipped to UNC plus one and a half. And I was like, yeah, let's hit it. Yeah, so, that was a good call there. Yeah, but of course we don't talk about those because they're not on the show. No, um, of course not. Can't talk about our winners, apparently. Um, no. Overall, I'm 9-1. Grayson's a uh, respectable 7-3. and three, And then Jacob's slowly catching up at 3-2. and two. Um, yeah, I think... Compared to my uh, other record, I will take 70%. Yeah, yeah I think um, at the end of the year and, like, standings, if we tweet them out and stuff like that, we're just going to do it based off percentages but have the records there yeah, just course. so that be known. Right. Just so um, Jacob can get included. Um, Full transparency. Yeah. And I guess betting picks also. Um, yeah, Jacob was, breakers, Jacob was, was the only one that hit one. Um, with me Georgia. and Grayson, yeah. yeah, me and Grayson both went zero and three. Uh, right. I he, mean, to be fair, like miss wise, I mean, Jacob took the point with App State when it was there. They lost by two. Arkansas plus six and a half wait. lost by seven. I thought they uh, lost by one because the two point. No, the two point that first was to go. And yeah, two, yeah, the yeah, first okay, one was. Okay. Right. Yeah, and then, I mean, credit. you. I mean, you technically had Georgia, meant Oregon, and then again, corrected yeah. it. Uh, Utah four in total went. Under by half a point. That's um, a bad beat. I don't think that sucks. 
that was awful. I don't think anybody saw Ohio State Notre Dame landing on 31. So I, I wouldn't say that's a bad call either. It um, doesn't help that Alave missed most of the game. Or not Alave. Uh, Smith and Jigba, yeah. He was on the bike on the sideline like immediately. Um, so hopefully that injury ended there. Um, I'd App State, like Jacob had him straight out. Didn't quite get there. Game of the week, I think. Everybody hopefully has seen the end of that game by now. Uh, Illinois plus two. Gave up a touchdown with a minute left to lose by, I think, four after settling for a field goal. Something dumb like that. Shout out to Brett Bielma for that. And then uh, I also had the Utes uh, laying the three points. And as I mentioned, Cam Rising throwing to people laying on the ground uh, is not a good way to win a game. So yeah. frustrating. Not a, but, uh, not a good start for our playoff teams. Um, no. Uh-uh. So... Yeah, but that, I mean, we think we went over it in the other show, but Pac-12 still has a chance. Kind of outside. USC kind of has to go undefeated now. Right. And they need and help. Utah needs help. I mean, we'll get to USC later, but their game this week is not a pushover by no, any means. So. Not at all. So. Uh, I mean, might as well. You want to go ahead and get right into it for college football at least? Yeah, looking at week two, we do have some early slate action tomorrow, Friday. Louisville heads to UCF to uh, do battle with the fighting. Oh, wow, I got mixed up again. If you caught our show the other night, it's uh, Gene <laughs> Chizik can remind me of the other one. It's not Gene Chizik. It's, uh, it's Gene Chizik. Oh, oh, Gus Malzahn. No, it's my, yeah, thank you. Gus Malzahn <laughs> against Scott Satterfield and two coaches uh, who hopefully – will do enough to keep their jobs. If Satterfield drops this one after that Syracuse performance, we may hear some rumors coming out of Louisville. Yeah. Um, and Boise State plays sports. in Mexico in a, yes, it's football, I guess I'll watch it type game a little bit later on, like 9 o'clock is kickoff for that game. So. Yeah, that I I saw that on here. I'm like, I, I have no input for that game. No, you turn it on, fall asleep, and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, but I think the game of the weekend, at least as we sit here on Thursday afternoon, Alabama heading to Austin to play Texas in Nick Saban's third true road game against a non-conference opponent since he took over at Alabama in 2007. That's about time. It's it's played at noon, too, so I guess it's the big noon kickoff. Right, yeah, that Fox package, they get that at noon. Um, That non-conference game stat is something I've looked up 20 times to make sure it's true because it sounds just so ridiculous. Um, It sounds ridiculous, but when you think about it, it's the SEC. They'd rather have their narrative about – they're the superior conference, so they don't want to go to it. Two teams, two games. Right. I mean, um, Alabama's played like Duke yeah. recently in an NFL stadium, um, just to avoid the. Not they'd ever go to Duke, but uh, they played Texas. They played in a similar Florida situation. State in yeah, Orlando. Florida State. But I did see. I was watching TikTok earlier, and then or it was Twitter, one of the two, and a reporter was at Nick Saban's presser. And he was like, you do know that the horns down sign is a 15-yard penalty, right? He's like, no, I actually did not know that. <laughs> I mean, he was, like, he was like, we got a lot more important things to worry about for this game, but that's uh, actually something. They? He was like, that's actually something I do need to go with. I could absolutely see, like, six guys on kickoff oh, coverage for Alabama yeah, sticking definitely. a guy at the 15-yard line and then throwing that up on national TV and then all getting flags and they save it just blows a gasket up. You know, seventeen nothing, ten minutes in. But yeah, um, I think it shouldn't be a flag. I think it's it's stupid. It's, it's a little bit. It's, it's special treatment a bit yeah. towards Texas. Um, you know, maybe don't say you're back after a bowl game if uh, you don't want to catch the heat. Don't have your if own you're TV really not back. That nobody can watch. 
Right. And that's, yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah. It's, I mean, Quinn Ewers, first game was on the Longhorn Network. Nobody's, Nobody's able to watch watching that. them now. Yeah. And the opponent they had scheduled, I couldn't even tell you who it was. It was nothing. Rice? It wasn't Rice. It might have been. It, I, I could not tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first huge test for um, Ewers and Longhorns. They got Bijan Robinson. They're going to need a huge game from him to keep this close. It spreads 20, so I did leave it off of the uh, yeah. of the picks later on. But, I mean, do you think there's any chance of an upset here by Texas outright? No. I Yeah. <laughs> I thought long and hard no. about it, but no. <clears throat> I, I tried for a good 25 minutes to talk myself into it, and um, I just I, I can't do it. Unless Quinn comes out and is just – Giant hair, yeah. hair on fire. Uh, Alabama's defense just yeah. for some reason can't contain it. Um, they've had some injuries at wide receiver too, so that's not as strong of a unit as it could be. But I just I don't see it. So no, not at for all. that reason, in the twenty point spread, uh, that will be left off of the uh, straight up picks later on. Yeah. So um, logically, we're taking Bama, so we can have a in the parentheses. Right. Also. Yeah. Um, I mean, it seemed a little bit too easy. Uh, but two games a little bit tougher. Uh, one of them we will pick later. Arkansas is going to host South Carolina, and Florida is going to host Kentucky, two SEC East teams coming off huge opening wins. They get tested to a degree uh, immediately to replicate their performances from last Saturday. What do you think about those two games? The Florida-Kentucky one is very interesting to me. Like you were mentioning, Florida's got to see if Florida can come back after that big win against Utah. Kentucky's got a lot to prove this season, too. Um, God, I cannot think of their quarterback's name. He's the weird dude. Will Levis. Yeah, Levis. Mayo and coffee, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a good quarterback matchup. He's got a lot of pretty like, if he's, yeah. if he's a top five FCC quarterback. Um, that's a good game. It's a rivalry game. Um, but the Arkansas-USC game, uh, yeah. That's two struggling quarterbacks, at least out of yeah. the gate. KJ Jefferson, but, yeah, I pretty think, uneven in the opener. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know which one of those two is better. Because Rattler just looked didn't look great. I mean, through no. two picks, had a low QBR. Yeah. Right. They got they got kind of bailed out with the two block punts for touchdowns. Um, I think the spread of that one's like eight and a half in yeah, favor. Yeah, it's a bit over a touchdown in favor of uh, Arkansas at home. Yeah. I mean, I don't have that on my board, but I I can see both sides of it. Like, I can see yeah. Arkansas. I think it's a good under game. If yeah. That's, yeah. Because – South Carolina couldn't put Georgia State away and didn't hit over. No. I mean, it was 14-12 Georgia State at one point, and then they kind of woke up and, like you mentioned, got 14 points off special teams. That really helped them uh, put that away. Yeah. So that – it's eight. Uh, DraftKings has it at eight. Over okay. 53. Hmm. That's that's really – I could see that being a race yeah. at 20, honestly. Um, if these offenses continue to struggle and the defenses do enough not to just let leak the big 40, 50, 60-yard plays. Um, if Arkansas is able to run the ball, which I don't know who their running back is, then I, mean, I can KJ see Jefferson half the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Darren McFadden-esque. Um, I can see them covering, but if they're not able to run a ball against South Carolina's defense, who is notoriously terrible at, against – not notoriously, but the ca- past couple of years, they have not been able to stop anybody. They were, couldn't stop anybody last week. So Yeah. Um, and speaking but Georgia of, State's a good running back. Right. And speaking of Georgia State, though, they host North Carolina – because the ACC Why? will not learn its lesson. <laughs> um, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, I went on a little bit of a rant about how the ACC is it's just it's stupid to go to schools like this and play. I mean, Georgia State, they no, they don't. Yes, they do. They play at Turner Field. 
Why is UNC going to Turner Field to play a base a football game? So yeah, I just got myself confused. Right. I I mean, I was gonna. I mean, I wouldn't expect Georgia State to have a home football field, so that makes more sense than it probably should. But the, it's the ACC again, traveling to schools. Yeah. I mean, we just saw Georgia State have a lead on SEC school a week ago, and now they're gonna host a UNC team that just escaped Boone last two, week. Yeah, two ACC schools went down to the wire for a win. One lost. Right. This conference gives me eggs. Yeah, I don't understand it at all. Um, and that spreads seven. So and you'll talk about upset spots again for the heels and Drake May. I could see that one because just because of what their offense can do. And I think Georgia right. State's talent is a little bit less than uh, App State. I would um, say so, yeah. I mean, if they stop, if North Carolina can limit the run, I yeah. think that's going to help them a lot. Because Georgia obviously. State didn't do anything with the passing. Right, and we saw the pass defense from Gene Chizik's heels last week, and they gave up 60. If they give up more than 20, is Gene Chizik on the hot seat? I think he's on the hot seat. Now? Already. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw a Florida A&M team come in down 26 scholarship players and put up 24. It was 35-24 after three quarters. Um, they gave up 40 points in a quarter. And yeah, in 12 minutes, App State put 40 on them, and that was after two unsuccessful two-point conversions, so it could have been more. I did see something with that game that they almost hit the over for the game in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, because, I mean, they scored 40, so and then I think North Carolina scored like 20. So, like, it, yeah, it was, it was a couple like CDs there. Or something like that, so. <laughs> Just insane. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, speaking of App State, though, they head to College Station to face the number six Texas A&M Aggies, who last week handled uh, defending FCS champ Sam Houston State, I believe 31-0, as they search for a firm grip on the QB job. Um, that spreads about 19, a 3.30 game. That seems, I, I mean, I don't know if it's that. I could see 31-10-ish, yeah. somewhere in there, 31-13. I don't know if yeah, it's the only thing, two TDs. The only thing I'm worried about is – App State's defense. Right. So. And then you got to think their offense going up against North Carolina and going up against Texas A&M is worlds apart. Yeah. Um, that defense. Chase Bryce can still fling it. I right. might not touch that game. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think I will either. No. Um, I don't like it. I mean, potent duel on the ground as well for App State. So I think if they can get that going, it takes a little bit of pressure off Bryce, maybe opens things up. But I just don't see yeah. how this is. It's certainly as close as the game last week, but um, I don't see like an absolute blowout. But I do think that that three It'll TD be number. I I kind of I, I think that Texas A&M will probably cover, but it'll be a close cover. I could see like 24, 27 points somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, a touchdown cover. Yeah, inside thirty, uh, or I'd be pretty surprised to be honest. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, moving on to a little bit later in the slate, three thirty, we see. The the number 24 at Al Tennessee Vols head to number 17 Pitt in Tennessee on the road, but a six-point favorite. Any thoughts there? I like that game for reasons. Later um, on. <laughs> yeah, later on. Okay. Um, if that – I doubt 70,000 is going to show up again for that game. It might be close because, I mean, it's a top 25 matchup. Right. They're riding that high after the backyard brawl. Tennessee's obviously – I mean, they – who do they they're going to travel. Ball yeah. State. Um, yeah. I mean, they got their offense look good. Um, no, absolutely. 
hit able was able to show that they can win with uh, Slovis. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be an interesting game. I'm definitely going to be tuning into that. Uh, I think it does help Pitt to have been tested in the opener. They were at home, like technically at Heinz Field, but um, yeah, I think that helps to be in a game win ugly like they did. Opportunistic defense on the pick six, but uh, that Tennessee offense was rolling. I know it was Ball State, which really tells us nothing, but we saw schools in similar matchups not roll like that. So I think it is a good sign to take out of that opener for Tennessee. But um, yeah. it's going to be, yeah, if Hennon Hooker is the best player on the field, I think Tennessee wins that game. But that's what it's going to take. I agree. I second that notion because Pat Narduzzi is probably going to say, oh, we're passing the ball too much. We need to run the ball. Anyway. Um, yeah, and then another just weird geography game. Maryland's playing at Charlotte this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that one makes no sense at all. That's like UNC I, going to Georgia State. Like, right. why? Um, yeah, There's going to be like 12 Maryland fans and 1,000 Charlotte. I I never met a Charlotte fan. <laughs> like, I mean – I think Charlotte lost to William and Mary at home last week, so this might yeah. be extremely ugly for the 25 people that show up. But yeah, I'm trying to see what it, it, it is. Continue I think talking. 27 points, I believe. Something like that. Um, yeah, Iowa State, yeah, 27. big rivalry game early on in this college football year is always a good thing. We just saw it was with uh, West Virginia and Pitt down to the wire. Iowa State. Going to Iowa, where they are three and a half point underdogs. Matt Campbell has not beaten Iowa yet. And really? I don't know if this is the year he gets it done. Yeah, Iowa has beaten them every matchup since 2014, I believe. So it's been a while. Well, I mean, Iowa State did lose Purdy. They lost Brees Hall. Yeah. But the way Iowa played last week. That was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess good on the defense, bad on the offense. Like. I mean, yeah, the defense outscored the offense four to three. So the defense I, covered this spread by themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah, that one's a weird one. Um, is it a night? It's a night game, right? I think it's right in the middle. Four o'clock, maybe. Uh, yeah, four o'clock. Gotcha. Where's what's the primetime game? Uh, I've got Kentucky, Florida at seven. USC, Stanford at seven thirty. That, that's probably where they're going after yeah. the after game day. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, that one's just uh, – it's a – like you said, a rivalry game. That one's usually pretty good. They always play yeah. in the second week, don't they? It seems like it's been early lately. I'm not yeah. sure if that's been a trend for longer than recently. But, uh, but yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. I like these – I do like these rivalry games earlier. Um, then the next one that we got is ODU and ECU. Yeah, these are two teams that we all got a lot more familiar with last week than we would have thought. Uh, Old and Dominion, that's... obviously hosting and beating the Hokies again, and then ECU hosting North Carolina State and being a laces forward extra point away from potentially making that um, an upset. And, of course, the missed 41-yarder at the end um, that also could have won the game. So these two teams, and what I dubbed the Cinderella Bowl, uh, face off Saturday night at 6 o'clock in Greenville, North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, that's about probably the only – yeah, last I, week I, was about the only time I'll probably ever watch those two play ever. Yeah, my only note was it's just hilarious these two teams fly. Uh, yeah. The two biggest enemies of the after. ACC right now. Yeah. yeah, right. The very next week. Yeah, uh, Chris and Herbie are going to be, at, or yeah, Chris and Herbie are going to be at Stanford USC. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. Um, and then I was just looking that the next game actually that we got is Kentucky and Florida, and I was looking. It's like it's 7 p.m. on ESPN, so. Yeah. 
we That's touched on it be. earlier. Um, touched on it earlier. Two good, good quarterback matchup. Um, yeah, Kentucky needs this win because they've had a pretty good streak of finishing right behind Georgia. Um, not right behind, but right that first chase group in the SEC East, right behind Georgia. Yeah, I mean these two are. Well, no, there's a three-headed monster, three three-legged race for second. Yeah. After last week. These two in Tennessee. Yeah. That's what it's looking like. So, yeah, I mean, like we said, we touched on it earlier. Quarterback play is going to matter in this one. Um, hopefully oh, absolutely. Florida needs to come off that high. Um, see if they can bounce back from it. So. Right. Good to see Trevor Etienne on the field last week. Hopefully he does he well again this week. like he runs like Travis. <laughs> I, I know. So. But, uh, yeah, with the uh, late ESPN crew, we'll be, I'll probably be watching as well. Number 10. Oh, yeah. Southern Cal heads to Stanford to play David Shaw in what seems to be thorn in the side of every Pac-12 contender, especially Oregon, um, for a decade plus now. I think Oregon's a thorn in its onside nowadays. That too. Uh, the spread opened at 12. It's gotten bet down to 8.5. Really interesting movement there. I This just screams ugly. Cover, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just... We saw ugly, USC... Ugly cover either way. Right. We saw USC Cruz last week. I couldn't tell you Stanford played last week. Um, I just think you can throw the records out for this one, honestly, especially in the Pac-12. We've yeah. seen these late-night games. They kind of happen usually like week 8 or 9 or 10. There'll be an upstart program with playoff aspirations, and they go into a game like this, and they lose. Okay. Um, big big weekend for Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. See how they, yes. they fare in their first true matchup. Um, Got to start off in the Pac-12, one and zero. If they want to make the playoffs, I mean, they jumped up to ten already. Right. So this is yeah. At least the Riders like them. Yeah, the Riders love them. Um, so they got a big, like like we said, big early road test. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the tougher Pac-12 debuts you can imagine for a team going to Stanford, um, a team with. Conceivably, already nothing to lose, everything to gain from a win like this. Uh, David Shaw tends to get up with these games. He wins a couple. That's why he's still there. We haven't heard from Stanford since pretty much Andrew Luck. So if you're wondering how David Shaw is still there, he wins games like this a lot more than most coaches in the country. So, yeah, he's very, a very, very dangerous interesting coach. Like, he's not done anything crazy. I mean, he's made a couple of Rose Bowls, but that's also because right. since McCaffrey and Luck, like, they is they just had nothing's like the second place. Um, a lot of times that or they'll get the Pac-12, but that's also Pac-12's not been the Pac-12 for the past seven eight no. years. Ever since USC's been down, this conference has taken a step back nationally. Yeah. And UCLA sure. is, is uh, UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're uh, good luck in the Big Ten if you can't win the Pac-12. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so J.J. McCarthy, true freshman in Michigan, going to get a chance to start for the first time in his young career as Michigan hosts Hawaii. Uh, Jim Harbaugh couldn't be a QB, so played one last week, and now um, the freshman will get his turn this week. Very interesting way to handle the quarterback battle. I'm not sure I agree with it, but if they do end up selling on a quarterback after these two weeks, then sure, I guess you could say yeah. it worked, you know, depending on how the rest of their season goes. So Yeah, you know, most teams do like quarter, half, Right. I mean, McCarthy played last week, with too. Guy. So, um, yeah, very unorthodox from Jim Harbaugh. They're really challenging themselves at the beginning of the year. I, I don't know what the writers love about them to rank them all the way to four, jumping Clemson, A&M, 
Yeah, Notre Dame and Utah and losses, but yeah, Clemson yeah, and AM off words. better than yeah. Michigan, I think. Oh, I, I, I mean, they know the quarterback. I'll give them that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Caden McNamara couldn't separate, neither could J.J. McCarthy. So McNamara started last week. They rolled. McCarthy even got in at the end of the game. And now this week against Hawaii, McCarthy's going to start. I mean, will we see McNamara as QB two? Like that? I, yeah, I just don't. He'll, he'll come in because they're going to they're going to be they're going to score forty in the first quarter, and then right, it's going to be over. Um, yeah, it's another one that's very interesting. Um, geography games, but notice Michigan is not going to Hawaii like the ACC absolutely would. So SEC. Well, that too. <laughs> well, it's Vandy. They're the they don't count. <laughs> they're the ACC of the SEC. Tell me that in baseball season. They're, they're, the, they're, they're the sun belt of the SEC. <laughs> no, they're the FCS. There we go. I was about to say, Chase Price could put 80 on them. I don't they're know. Division yeah. three. <laughs> um, another big conference matchup for the ACC in the night slot at eight. Uh, Boston College, Virginia Tech, two teams that really, really, really need wins after losses yeah. to Rutgers and Old Dominion, respectively, in week one. Brent Pride um, needs this one bad. I mean, can you have a hot seat in game two? I mean, this is <laughs> losing to ODU and Boston College. That's not looking great for your your career. I mean, you think sky is falling if you split? Yeah. And then you come out of that 0-2. I, I mean, what do you hang your hat on after that season? I mean, he's got to go bowl eligible this year, right? If they can't get to six, I, that's – I mean, I keep saying to give these coaches longer than two years, but, if I mean – the early part of the schedule is usually set up to where you're going to get halfway to bowl yeah, season by October. Get a feel for it. So. Now, it's not his fault they're going to Old Dominion, which I've said a thousand times now is just the stupidest idea in the world. And yep. I guess yep. I have heard between recordings of shows that it is true that Virginia Tech players had some things stolen from their lockers during this game. So that may affect the uh, the deal these two schools have going forward as far as the nine years left in this home and home series that is slated right now. So maybe. Some years come off of that uh, yeah. decade-long deal. But Between that and the coaches getting stuck in an elevator, not looking great for Old Dominion. Right. That was just one of those things that you would think was fake, but it was tied to college football, so it absolutely happened. Yeah, definitely. We've had Hugh Freeze coach from a hospital bed. We've had all kinds of things like this happen. <laughs> I forgot about, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I think he, he faked that a little bit, I think. But uh, yeah. elevator, very stuck, game very delayed, and unfortunately – the uh, visiting locker rooms, Old Dominion, very not secure. So very interesting night game this week, though. Baylor, number nine in the country, going to number 21, BYU. Um, BYU, as we mentioned in the preview show, a lot of spoiler spots for them this year. And this is the first one because they're hosting Baylor at 10:15 Saturday night. Um, what do you think here? Yeah, that's a that's an interesting game in general. Um, top 25 matchup, Baylor needs to prove something because I think their defense is not as good as last year. I think uh, they lost some guys. Yeah, and then quarterback play. He's got a um, – they had a quarterback transfer because he didn't want the starting job. Um, and then the fighting Mormons are – they're a little feisty at home, so. Absolutely. I don't know what made me think about this. Oh, continue. I'll I'll get it after you if you talk That's to fine. me. Yeah. Uh, just – Spread's interesting. BYU, a field goal favorite at home. People may just glance at the numbers with the rankings and kind of be curious about that. But this BYU team, like you mentioned, really, really good at home. They've got a pretty good fan base out there as well. Um, bit of elevation maybe in play too. But uh, big, big early test for Baylor. Uh, we saw them 
beat Oklahoma State in the thriller for the Big 12 Conference last year. A lot of big preseason expectations, but I think it may be a little inflated, similar to Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. Now, hopefully, they their fall from grace, if it does happen, is a little more graceful than 49-3. Well, to three. I need them to play well because I picked them for my Big 12 championship. <laughs> right, that's true. So, yeah, I, I just think that it's a big prove-it spot for Baylor being at number nine in the country already, um, which is a product of a couple losses, but still. Um, if you're in top 10 team in September, everybody's gotten for you, especially teams like BYU that with the way their schedule's looking, they just get to play nightmare fuel for all these top schools. Yeah. Um, and this will be the first time we get to see a big litmus test for them as far as their danger to, I think they play Notre Dame, maybe USC, a couple of the playoff contenders are on their schedule. Are they, before they're going to the Pac-12, are they independent? They are BYU? in the Mountain what? No, that might be independent. I want to say Mountain like, West, but I think I feel like wrong. BYU independent. They might be. Anyway, um, I don't know why I thought about this. Um, when you said Hugh Freeze coaching from a hospital bed. Yeah. Um, yeah. for some reason, it made me think about Bobby Petrino and his motorcycle accident. Um, he returns <laughs> to Arkansas next week. Does he? Yes. That will be mentioned on this show in a week's time. <laughs> I heard about that like last week on a podcast. And oh, then no. I was like, is that true? Like, it just dawned on like <laughs> That goes to show you my rabbit hole of a brain. On the um, team motorcycle, no less. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. That will, <laughs> We're yeah, going to put that, a note of that for the next podcast. Yeah, mental note. You will hear more about this next week. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just had a quick Google Google search and that's uh, incredible. Like, so um, yeah, it's gonna be a good week on the Twitter for sure. <laughs> oh, I can't wait um, for the signs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Hawaii plays a little earlier than usual, going to Michigan. So we do have a night game, and yes, it is a little weird. Mississippi State goes to Arizona at 11 Eastern kickoff. Yeah, it's good to see these SEC schools going for road 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 games. Yeah, I will have to qualify. My SEC never does it take because here we are they're doing it uh i know brandon walker's nervous yeah. for this game it's about a two td spread one of those... just, it's a weird game like you're going all the way to arizona yeah. but i know they um, haven't been much the past couple of years but right so i just one of those all the pressures on the visitors there um arizona very low expectations and they're probably going to meet those very low expectations but um yeah spoiler spot again in the late slate i uh I don't expect an upset here, but it's going to be one of those. If you're a Mississippi State fan, you're nervous. You've been nervous all week. That's going to be a long three hours of football. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, but uh, that's a slate. So I've got five picked out for us to pick straight up, if you've got those in front of you. I got Um, them right here. Going in chronological order to help you guys out as we get through various time slots on Saturday. We're going to start at 3.30 with Tennessee at Pitt. What you think in there? I like this game a lot for multiple reasons. Two pretty good offenses. I think Pitt kind of figured something out towards the end of that game last last week. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with Tennessee. I think this is a good year for them. Their offense is clicking. Hinton Hooker's are stud. Hookers are studs. Hooker is a stud. So we're we're going on Rocky Top. Uh yeah. I would be more tempted to. Go oh, look, underdog here. It's an SEC away game. If uh, 
That is true. I really got to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> fine. SEC. You win this time, Alab- I guess. We'll, we'll put an asterisk to Alabama. It doesn't go to any SEC games. Yeah. Games. To be fair, Alabama is that conference. So I, that's, I'll, that's I'll take true. that easy out there. Um, yeah. If resident Vol diehard Jacob was here, I would probably take Pitt just to irritate him. But uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's going to come down to who's a better quarterback. And I would rather be on the side of uh, Indian Hooker than Keaton Slovis in this game. Uh, opponents. In mind, I think obviously Hooker looked a lot better last week. Um, yep. So step up in competition for Tennessee, um, a lot bigger one than it is for Pitt, but uh, I'm going to take the Vols as well. Yeah. Um, we currently do not have Jacob's picks. Uh, if he gets them to us by the end of the episode, we will go through them and let him know or let y'all know. I got a feeling about this first one. He's going to take Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll also tweet him out if he comes out after the episode. So. Right. Yeah. We'll recap you as well. So. Iowa State, Iowa, the next one I had circled. That's 4 o'clock kick. Um, mentioned Iowa, home favorite. Who do you like there? That's a tough one. I hate like hate picking this game because of what Iowa did last week, and I did not just – I didn't watch Iowa State at all. I have no clue what they did. Yeah. But uh, I, I still got to go Iowa. It's, this Iowa State's monkey on the back is getting past Iowa, so I'm, I'm still going Iowa. Yeah, with the game in Iowa, those fans have the ability to inspire a hopefully better play this week. Um, FCS game, maybe a little head spot last week. They struggled on offense, putting up three points, needing two safeties to win 7-3 to three against uh, South Dakota State. So I think it's easy. You know, you look at teams like Florida, for example, you think, okay, based on last week, this is going to be this week. And I think that we yeah. do that a little bit too much. Um, I know Iowa – on the flip side of that, comparison with Florida, but I do think they get it done at home. Yeah, uh, they they definitely had some interesting practices this week. So, yeah, <laughs> I think they might be ready. I mean, it's also hard to get up against San Diego State or South Dakota State compared to your rival Iowa State. So right, especially with that seven day gap, uh, you can't tell me guys are like, all right, we'll go out, we'll win forty two to six, and then we got Iowa yeah. State. So, yeah. um, so we're on the same page for two of them so far. Yeah, and I'm kind of scared to be honest. Yeah, uh, me too. Because looking at the rest of them, I think I'm, I'm, I might know where you're going to. Uh, Kentucky, Florida at seven. I have relations with Kentucky. I applied there. I got in there. I almost went there. My aunt is a professor. Shout out, Penny. But she also went to Florida for 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 some time. I think she got she went. To, grad school there um i think they are able to build off the momentum from last week i'm going with the gators <laughs> yeah i i don't it may not be as smooth um of a win as some people are expecting back in the swamp of florida kentucky and will levis coming to them um i think it could be last team with the ball wins i think you'd be come down to kickers at the end um but i do think that swamp bump is just enough for Florida again this week, and yeah. they get it done. Uh, fourth game we've got is we mentioned one of the more dangerous spots of the week is the uh, USC Trojans heading to the Stanford Cardinal, led by David Shaw and a bunch of players who have had this game circled all year and are going to be very, very ready for this. Who you got? Southern Cal. I feel Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, they're going to be they're going to be on once their first true 
time to shine for the season, so they're going to be ready. I think they're they'll they'll probably cover, but I don't know. I'm not really going to bet that game either. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go USC too. I I think that if we see a massive upset Saturday, this is certainly up there candidate wise. Um, I just don't with all the talent there. You would think at some point, 16 minutes, that gives them an edge enough to escape. Um, I could absolutely see it within two touchdowns out in about one the spread sitting about eight eight and a half right now but i've i mean there's just that roster if they go in and lose this game in week two um that cast out i'm on a lot of games coming up for them so i think in the interest of that i'm going to take them maybe a little other than we think maybe inside 10 points maybe right at this number but i'm going to take uh usc as well and step through four i really don't like that uh Last one I had circled, the late game, Baylor headed to Mormontown facing BYU. I don't know exactly. I don't know where you're going with this one. I don't know where I'm going with this one. This game really doesn't matter for the Big 12 for Baylor. Right. I'm going to go with Baylor. I'm going Baylor. All right, good. Um, All right, got to have some... Very we will have uh, one disagreement on this slate. After all, I'm going to take BYU at home. I think that this is another one of those spots where you have a team that's dangerous with some talent and the pressure has shifted almost completely off of them. Um, Baylor answering to the expectations set as being a top 10 team right now. This is their first real game. It's not in their place. It's nowhere near their place. It's on the road in BYU. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Cougars to uh, to win. That field goal line... Cougars. Probably, it's probably, eh, I'd say about right. I don't think it's a blowout either way. I think we see yeah. this game, maybe not extend past double digits the entire way, but I'm gonna take BYU at home. Yeah, I'm not happy about the pick. I don't love it. Uh, it's a statement game for both teams. So, yeah, this is gonna be one we may look back in two months and circle and say if this went differently, these two teams are on very different paths. But yeah. um. um. We were able yeah, so that's to, what we got for we able, straight up picks. We um, also this, were able to get Jacob's picks in. Um, okay. He is obviously going Tennessee. Color me shot. Yeah. Uh, he's differing from us. He's going Iowa State. Um, okay. Got Florida. Mm-hmm. He is going Stanford. He's going with the homeboys. I and, respect and, it. Yeah. yeah. And then he's got Baylor. So he, he's got two picks different than us. So. Yeah. Some, some variety from our... Uh, third member, yeah, not in person, but uh, in spirit, certainly. And uh, yeah, yeah. At, so at glad worst, we got his picks in. At worst, I'm gonna have a one game lead, and at best, I'm gonna have a two game, three game lead. Yeah, that's true. If you run the table again, like you did week one, uh, you're gonna stretch that lead out. Uh, as far as picks go, I don't have a ton of logic behind these. I'm just taking good teams. It's not a crazy weekend for. No, it's really not. Good games, but it's not like last weekend. This is three favorites, which I'm a little worried about. Um, But I tried the small dogs last week, and they burned me for the most part. Uh, Well, completely, as far as the show's concerned. But uh, first one, I've got Sam Hartman coming back to Wake. They go to Nashville, and they cover the uh, 13-point spread against Bandy. Let's see. I like that one. Um, It's a good game for Sam Hartman to come back um, after his interesting – path to the beginning of the year um right so i, do, I like that pair um oh gosh i don't i like the over in alabama 
Texas, 66 and 60 is what DraftKings says 65 and a half. Um, like we said earlier, Tennessee, Texas could probably get three touchdowns um, if they're able to right. move the ball around. Alabama's going to score a thousand points. Um, yeah, I think any offensive pulse and we from Texas and we've seen over in that game, so I like that. Yeah. Uh, Jacob's first bet is Tennessee minus six. Shocker. Ah, uh, yeah, we should have seen that coming. Uh, yeah. My second one, another situation, better team, better QB, um, on the road again, but I'm going to take Maryland in the 27 points going to Charlotte. Um, this Charlotte defense can't stop anything against two inferior opponents in uh, Florida Atlantic and last week, William and Mary. Uh, and they yeah. dropped both of those games. So I think uh, Talia Tagovailoa can go in there maybe for two and a half quarters. But I think 27 is not enough for a Maryland team looking to just keep cruising through this early slate. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte. <laughs> um, the next one that I like, um, Drake May showed something for me last week. Um, I'm hoping their defense changes something around. I got North Carolina minus seven. I think Josh Downs will be back, so that's a big game changer. Oh, absolutely. Um, get my pain out early, give him a couple early picks. <laughs> I like that. What's uh, what's Jacob got? Uh, he has got Iowa State plus three and a half. So he's kind All of right. going off of his. Uh, I like that, sticking to the game day slate. Um, yeah. My third one is also from the game day slate. Give me BYU laying three points. That's a good one. I don't like it, but <laughs> doubling for my, down for my game day slate. Um, and then, gosh, there's just nothing like I, nothing that really, really appeals to me much. I'm going to go with Kentucky and Florida with the over 52 and a half. Um, okay, yeah, shoot out in the swamp. Yeah, I mean, like uh, that. They missed it by the last game in the swamp. Missed it by half a point. So this time it's not going to bite me in the ass. It's going to come back. I'm calling it. <laughs> I mean, two of the top QBs, uh, at least right now, especially yeah. the SEC, going at it. So you'd expect points there for sure. Uh, what's yeah. Jacob's third one? His third one is Baylor plus three. So All right. So we'll get a winner out of that one for yeah. sure. I was thinking, uh, like, I was looking around, too, and I was listening to Barstool's Pick'em show, and they were talking Miami versus Southern Miss. Yeah, I looked at that yeah. one, too. I just that uh, that has similar vibes to me as this Southern Cal Stanford spread. It just it doesn't make sense. Well, I was thinking more over It's 51 and a half and Miami. put. I can see Miami 70. doing that. Yeah, I guess Bethune Cookman last week. That, that one might be a, a, a little parlay for me later. Uh, yeah, my little my little Saturday parlays, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's going to do it for the uh, college portion of the show. These will all be tweeted out beforehand and recapped on our Twitter at the 1009. So if you want to see how we did the first two weeks, uh, you probably don't if you heard the recap to start the show. But it is there. Internet's forever. So yeah. it is there, good or bad. We Recently it's been bad, but we're going to try and bounce back. And yeah. uh, we have more chances to do this week good. because the NFL is back tonight. Yeah, it actually. is. This will be out. This league, tomorrow. The NFL is king. Right. King Goodell and his uh, his superior product will kick off another season tonight. Rams-Bills. We talked a game on the NFL preview that should be out by the time you hear this. So yeah. if you want our thoughts uh, on that one, um, go ahead and check that out. I was liking the over in that game, I think, and the Bills. Um, yeah. I'm leaning Rams, but um, 
it should be a hell of a game. It spreads two, so it's it's a yeah. toss up basically. You're, you're picking who wins pretty much. But yeah, getting right into it. The early window, one o'clock, best time on a Sunday, is back for eighteen plus weeks now. Um, really interesting games. I love these division games in week one. Not as much for the Chargers, but Saints Falcons featuring two new QBs. Um, we got Niners well, Bears. Well, <laughs> I mean, Jabu was there last year. Jameis Winston has he played. Yeah. Okay. So familiar face in New Orleans, two new faces in Desmond Ritter and uh, Marcus Mariota in Atlanta. I think the Saints are about a TD favorite as the road team, which you look at these two defenses on paper. That sounds about right. Yeah. Hopefully AJ can continue what he carried the momentum from last year. Right. I think lowest completion percentage yeah. against last. I mean, just which I think is falling out his rookie year. He struggled. But I mean, you're going from college to. Right. That's a huge yeah. jump. Even if yeah. you are playing Alabama almost every year in the playoff, that's a huge, uh, huge jump talent wise. So you're playing Alabama every week. So. Right. Um, Niners Bears, year two QB matchup. Lance finally getting the reins kind of in the Bay. And then Justin Fields, obviously, with Mitch uh, elsewhere is going to really take off, I think, in year two if his O line can uh function. So speaking of fields, uh how good a shape is Soldier Field gonna be in? Because they've had like three concerts in the past like have they really? month. And one was like <clears throat> uh one was like some punk rock. So they had a mosh pit. Yeah, it was like oh, Ramadan no. or something. Ram, Ram, Ramadan or I'm something. not familiar. They, they, there's a song. Shout out to Dallas Braden. He, this was his walk-up song at Texas Tech. Um, okay. It was Duhast. It's, it's a bumping song. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a screamo rock song. Right. Um, And then I think, God, they, they've had like three concerts. Of just, I think Bad Bunny's been there recently. Red Hot Chili Peppers. So <laughs> it's a busy field. place. It's a yeah. busy place. And I think I saw something where they might be getting a new stadium. That's right. They want to move more to the downtown. I think it's Arlington area. Um, yeah. Which I read as Texas, of course, first. And I was like, wait a minute. But yeah. uh, same but, names, different. But yeah. Cities. Interesting, interesting quarterback matchup. Two guys from the 2019 draft, 2020 draft. 2020, yeah. The, year, the years mess with me. We know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Nick <laughs> might have six sacks if this yeah. Bears O-line is projected correctly. So uh, just pray for Justin Fields and uh, his ribs, I think, in this one. Yeah. And his uh, we do see – Right, and Darnell Moody and Cole Komet because that's it outside of, yeah, Mont and um, yeah. Khalil Herbert now, the pass catcher there in the backfield. Um, AFC champs, the Bengals – it's uh, Burrow, it's Chase, it's T. Higgins Holy going to the Steelers in their new horribly named stadium that I will keep referring to as Heinz Field. Um, their new QB, as recently announced, Mitch Trubisky, will for now lead the Steelers. What do you think in there? That's an interesting one. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Bengals' rush defense is going to hold up because I feel like the Steelers are going to go rely heavily on Najee. Absolutely. Um, they obviously lost Juju, so their wide receiver core is a little different. They got Deontay Johnson, who's on a lot of my fantasy teams. I don't know why. <laughs> um, and then Chase Claypool, who's Chase Claypool. You never know what you're going to get out of him. Um, right. Pat Frymuth, excellent yeah. young tight end as oh, well. Yeah, definitely. So they're probably going to be a very rush-heavy offense this year, I feel like, depending on if Kenny Pickett gets any time, Mitch, Mason Rudolph, who knows. Um, and how – the other side is how well the Bengals' offensive line improved or 
right. if, they, if they made any improvements. Because I mean, they're, they're going to be able, they're going to throw the ball everywhere. They're going to run the ball. It's just a path. Yeah, protection. they got Joe Mixon still, yeah. so they're going to be running as well. Um, they did make some moves in the offseason to O line. We uh, talked about it in the AFC preview episode, so yeah. uh, it should be better. Maybe not much more above, you know, capable. Uh, Burrow's metrics, as far as facing a pass rush, are ridiculous, and how bad it is. Um, yeah. The fact they made it to a Super Bowl, let alone made the playoffs, is uh, a testament to that offense and what they were able to do. Outside of pass protection, uh, the defense as well that anchored them through the playoffs, especially. So, pretty high expectations there. We mentioned when the in the, in the NFC show that you know, the Rams get a little bit more of a bump in the futures market with regard to repeating as uh, Super Bowl attendees or winners. So, yeah, um, I think a lot of a lot of that's based off people think it was just a right. But I mean, with Burrow, um, I said this before too. Lightning in the bottle. This is twice in like three or four years now he's done this. Um, We saw it at LSU as well. Uh, Maybe a bit less out of nowhere at LSU, but still. I mean, he took the talent and he took them to, in one case, a championship. That came from that team too, so. Right. That team is well represented in the NFL now as well. So. Both sides of the ball. Yeah. Mac Jones and the Patriots head down to Miami to play Tua, who now can throw to Tyreek Hill, hopefully. Um, that Miami defense, I think, is going to absolutely feast on these Patriots. Yeah. Um, that Patricia be, calling plays. It's going to be an interesting year for the Patriots in general. Their win total is right around 500, and I would take the under on that. Yeah, um, I mean, they got rid of Kevin Bourne. I mean, he's not. I mean, it's not Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, Kendrick, Kevin, same thing. Same thing. Um, I mean, you don't have that many targets at wide receiver. You still got Nikhil Harry. No. Yeah, James White retired. I think they got rid of Nikhil Harry, honestly. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up. All right, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I, I mean, again, Matt Patricia Collin plays that offense. It didn't look great in the preseason, so I struggled to see it translating to succeeding against a really, really good defense in Miami at their place to open the year. Um, James White <sighs> retiring, so that's another head yeah. of the backfield. I mean, they there. got they got two studs. I mean, Damian Harris and Stevenson. They were right. they were pretty. Pretty strong. That backfield duo has yeah. a lot of potential. Um, I was wrong. They still have Kendrick Bourne. They got rid of Nikhil Harry. Right. Okay. They got Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, and Aguilar are their top three starting wide receivers right now. Right. Nelson Aguilar, Eagles fame for dropping the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got, I mean Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. That. Yeah, Hunter Henry is going to be yeah. very, very, very important for them. He in fantasy last year finished like tight end once because of the production aimed yeah. in his direction with the receiver room we just mentioned not being I mean you put that and Cincinnati up together it's ridiculous I forgot um, they had Jabril Preppers do they really? yeah he's their <laughs> second string safety good lord uh, I'm glad he's still playing but uh, yeah. yeah that's the early window a couple interesting middle window games kicking off round 4 whoa four, whoa, whoa 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 I knew it you're missing one there bud yeah I know we're gonna talk about that game later too yeah, but, uh, yeah uh, go ahead what are you thinking uh I don't know. Uh, there's been I've seen a lot on Twitter and on other forms of social media. People are really hyping up the Panthers. I don't know how I feel about it. I am concerned. I am scared. I am hype. I have no I mean, clue what to expect this year. I would My lean expectations towards, are low, but yeah. I won't be surprised if anything crazy happens. As long as CMC is in shoulder pads and yep. touching the football, I would lean towards hype. And I would trend towards scared if that ceases to be a thing. Um, yeah, we talked about that on the NFC this week 
Right. This season heavily relies on if Matt Rule is a complete and total idiot <laughs> and if CMC is healthy. Yeah, they have the tools, they have the weapons. I think, in my opinion, they now have the quarterback that can win them games. Uh, the schedule, as we mentioned also previously, is, is atrocious. It might um, be the toughest schedule in the it, NFL. That NFC West, I think they play all four games in like five weeks. It's absolutely just insanity. Um, so hopefully the uh, pass protection can keep Baker Mayfield <laughs> healthy. And, um, Based off can, of Vegas's forecasted win totals the panthers had the 14th oh wait what hold on easiest we have the 14th easiest schedule based off of last year's win percentage yeah yeah i don't the teams with the hardest schedules no it's based off of vegas's forecasted win totals oh well then that's that's different i would The hardest, be shocked if they're not in the top five toughest schedules to be honest now the end of the season does lighten up yeah. but nfl so. teams with the hardest schedules in 2020 Chiefs, Rams, Raiders, Steelers, Texans. Is that 2020 or 2022? 2022, sorry. Okay, I was making sure. Uh, this was posted last week, the 25th uh-huh. of August. So. Was it that for the Texans because they have, they're going to be 10-point dogs in every game? Like, is that Probably. I don't know. That <laughs> strength of schedule in the NFL is slightly different, so I don't know. Yeah, I think looking at it in the way we did the other night, it's going to be tough. So Yeah, I mean, um, it's like the AFC, their NFC West is back to back to back to back, basically. Or something right, like that. just brutal. Um, so. Yeah, so that's a big one for a lot of local people. So that will wrap up the early slate. My apologies there. Uh, middle window, a couple more division games. Yeah, the My Packers Chargers. and... Uh... Yeah, that too. <laughs> the, uh... what, what Chargers? The Chargers look to not go for a tie this time against the Raiders. Um rematch the regular season finale that I unfortunately lived through. And um, yeah, if we don't beat them, I'm going to be really, 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 really upset because I, first of all, I picked them to win the Super Bowl. So uh-huh. kind of uh-huh. important. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I, at least I, one loss doesn't kill you. Right. Which I, I slept on, woke up and I regret, but <laughs> can't undo it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got the Panthers winning the Super Bowl. I probably should. I mean, I tried to say playoffs and I'll pull up a schedule, but um, yeah. Yeah, the Chargers do play the only non-elite QB in the division, so need that win. Uh, <laughs> as, <laughs> Better than most, worse than some. As he, uh, as Bailey mentioned, the Packers do head to Minnesota in another big division game at the 4 o'clock hour. Very trendy upset pick here. It's a yeah. pretty close spread, but a lot of people say in Minnesota, um, if they're going to challenge the Packers for this division, you got to get this one at home. Yeah, You only get two shots at them, and the other one will be a Lambeau, so... Yeah, and it's it's always tough to win at Lambeau, and I think that Lambeau game is in late so snow. later part of the season. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. they're also up in Minnesota, so they can just go practice outside. So, right. But they play in it. They play in a in, in a the dome. dome. So, yeah. So that's yeah. a little bit different. But yeah, that one's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how A Rod handles his new wide receiver core. I think I saw something where Lazard might is questionable. I thought oh, okay, so. if he doesn't play, then take the under, and I think that's just yeah. Um, let me let me let me let me double check. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the last one I had circled in the middle, the Kansas City Chiefs head to Kyler and the Cardinals. The new Call of Duty game is not out yet, so look for Kyler to do yes. exceptionally well against very tough competition in a home opener in uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs who. We're also looking at a new wide receiver room, kind of like Aaron Rodgers is. Tyreek Hill gone to Miami over some money issues. So they now have a wide receiver room that consists of Juju. They've got 
Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They've got Travis Kelsey, who might as well be a wide receiver as much as he's involved. they got Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the backfield. So, Oh, you guys are kidding me. Still some weapons in the backfield and the around just, the offense for uh, Mahomes. But um, you saw McCaffrey's shin injury, didn't you? I just saw it. Yeah, I was going to mention it, and I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? He looks happy. We're not going to talk about oh, it. Mother. He practiced injuries, fully today. Speaking of injuries, did not participate. So there's that. He's got an ankle injury. But I just saw God. Bailey, uh, please do not stand on your office chair. Um, that uh, <laughs> see that you see that rope on my ceiling <laughs> fan? God almighty! He, uh, I'm told it is fine. Um, it better be. That's like two of my fantasy teams and my heart and soul for this season. I saw it might just be a laceration, so hopefully, uh, oh yeah, CMC week one. But, Cut his um, shin with the cleat, but finish practicing is fine. God, they can't. Yeah. You can't put a tweet out like that and just say, oh, it's just a cut. Let's get him on the pod. Joe Person, <laughs> who the hell are you? Carolina Panthers, dra- craft beer, and Little League baseball. Not necessarily in that order. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're Sorry. Rant Great over. Thursday news dump for Bailey and the Panthers. Um, <sighs> I think we get a great set of late games Sunday we get Buccaneers Cowboys these teams faced off week one last year Tampa getting a two-point home win it's in Jerry World this year and then Monday night the storylines are good the two teams maybe not with uh, Seattle hosting Russell Wilson and the now Denver Broncos that's a good storyline game Gino against Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. That might be the biggest QB mismatch of the week or the decade, depending on how you look at it. But, um, yeah. Healthy Russ, fingers intact. Um, headed back to interesting. I don't know how the 12th man is going to react to him back. I feel like it'll be warmer than. Did he get, he got traded, right? Yes. But he wanted the trade. Oh, yes. Yeah. He wanted out. (sighs) They can't be mad. It'll be a mix. I mean, he gave him a Super Bowl. He, I mean, Game the OC took away another one. Yeah. So, um, which, no, he took yeah. him to two. Took him to two. Right, took him to two. Yeah. He Blew won one, Malcolm Butler won the other one. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, getting into, we're going to keep the same style just to keep it easier for you guys. We're going to go game day style with five games that we think are the marquee ones, at least, or the most interesting. So, and then uh, have the most interest for us personally, too. Right, the the Panthers and the Chargers are both on here, so yep. one objectivity. Uh, I'm not sorry, uh, but before we get to those games, first off, Patriots against the Dolphins in Week One. Who you got there? Uh, that's an interesting one. I don't think the Patriots are going to be much, worth much this year. Um, so I'm going Dolphins. I am also going Dolphins, and you'll hear about that from me later as well. What uh, what's Jacob got for that one? Uh, currently no picks yet. He only sent us his bets, so <laughs> that's fine. He's a college guy anyway. So, yeah. uh, moving on to the game of the week, maybe the year: Browns Panthers at Damn one right. o'clock. I will not skip that again. Uh, give me the Panthers. I just think the Brissette era doesn't start with the road win. I think it's as simple as that. I think Chubb yeah. and Hunt are still potent. They got Amari Cooper out wide now, but I just I don't see the Panthers. And Baker especially. I think Baker plays a he's, lot better when he's yeah. pissed off and he's getting but he's, pissed off. So. He's come out saying I've seen a lot from him this week saying that it's like not it's just kind of another game. Um 
he's not really building up much. I've seen him plant a flag in the middle of a team's field before. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> that, that's what I've, I've seen some tweets about it. Um, someone I, there's someone made a shirt about it. I forgot what it was, and he just kind of didn't. When he's spiking off, the ball so. like Terrell Owens at midfield, I'm gonna cease oh, to I'm believe any of that. Fully so. here for it. And then if he does that, I'm saying we're winning the Super Bowl. So yeah, give me give me Baker and the yeah. uh, the Panthers. I'm taking the Panthers as well. I think our defense is very improved from the past couple of years. Jeremy Chin is an underrated stud in this league. Um, Brian Burns is one of the best defensive ends. Um, if we can figure out something in between the defensive ends, um, Derek Brown needs to have a better year. Stay healthy. We got we got guys that we can rotate in and out. Linebacker core is pretty good. We get J.C. Horn. Right. Yep. Who had a he had a great start to the beginning of the year until he had a season-ending foot injury. And I think Deontay Jackson, who needs to improve, or have a comeback year for him because he's kind of he had a good fresh freshman year. Wolf rookie year <laughs> kind of fell off last year, so. Defense is going to be probably one of the stronger sides of the ball. But then again, the offense can be, depending on quarterback play, offensive line, and if McCaffrey's healthy, if he doesn't cut his shin anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, that's maybe some, I, maybe I some bubble wrap in store for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, moving on to what I think is the game of the week. It's the, uh, the Chargers hosting the Raiders. I'm going to take the team with the good quarterback. Give me Justin Herbert. Uh, we have 15 players better than – their top 15. So love Hunter Renfro, hate the rest of the team, excluding obviously John Simpson um, and the rest <laughs> of the Clemson guys there. But uh, yeah, give me the charges by, I'll say conservatively, 60 points. <laughs> uh, I hate this because I can see the Chargers winning easily. And I hate this because I also pick the Raiders to win the division. But this is tough for you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going Raiders. We, we, we're going to have more variability with NFL than we are going to have college football. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm not offended. I will be if you're right. I'll be pissed. But, uh, <laughs> as we sit here on Thursday afternoon, that that's yeah. fine. I respect it. Um, I think, I mean, their offense is going to be pretty good. Josh Jacobs, obviously good running back. Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Waller. Like They got they got, they got got monsters on offense. Defense is going to be interesting to see. So. Right, yeah. If AFC Kirk Cousins can uh, get the ball to those weapons, then the Chargers will be in for a long day. But, um more elite QB play, maybe. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going to the Vikings in what may be the most intriguing game of the day if fandoms are put aside. Um, I've been saying it, I think, every show we've mentioned this game. I Give me the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, first game of the season at the Vikings. No clue what their wide receiver core is going to look like. Their defense is going to be good. But, um, yeah, I'm going Vikings. Yeah, road dogs, divisional games tend to fare well um, for a lot of reasons, but um, give me the fighting Kirk Cousins. Uh, last game out of circle, it's the last game we're going to watch on Sunday. Tom Brady and the hopefully not all divorced Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Jerry World to face healthy Dak, maybe effective Zeke, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Who you got there? That was a... Interesting game to start the season last year. I think a lot of people were not expecting that from the Cowboys. Yeah, it was 31-29 Tampa in Tampa last year to open the season. The only thing I'm worried about the Cowboys is it's just CeeDee Lamb as a wide receiver pretty much. Right. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh I think we, we covered it pretty well in the NFC. that Their defense is good. Offense is there. They got the weapons. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously it's tough every week in the NFL. You can lose, especially these road games. Um, I think there's a rumored split between Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott forming in the backfield. So if they ride the hot hand and not just Zeke, if it's not as hot of a hand, then I think that's going to help them. Uh, receiver, you mentioned they're going to lean on rookie Kevontae Turpin some, which against his Tampa defense, good luck. I think Dak's kind of make a lot of plays. He bursted onto the scene with his punt return skills. Right. Because he, um, he, he was USFL player of the year, MVP or whatever you call it. Right. Speed. But, but the NFL is slightly different than the USFL. <laughs> right. That'll be interesting. Um, Hot off the press. <laughs> But, yeah, I think even if Chris Godwin isn't able to go this first week, I think Brady can spread it around to the weapons he has. It's an embarrassment of riches as far as skill guys. Um, I think Leonard Fournette could bounce back a bit, even in his um, aging career. But, um, yeah, give me that. Give me Tampa Bay. It's on the road. I would say dangerous spot. I think the Cowboys, yeah. you know. It might be like last year's game. Right. That was, I don't know what the spread was last year, but it's two and a half now. Um, I, I think it would absolutely be that close. So. Um, yeah, but I will take Tampa. So we very own one. I mean, that's just like the first week of college football. Just hopefully, yeah. I uh, I get the five and a week, and you don't. Yeah. We shall see. If we did not get Jacobs straight up picks. We will that's probably have fine. to tweet him out. Yeah. We do have bet picks from him, so we will get to those after ours. Whatever works. Uh, yeah, betting wise, I'm gonna open up. I mentioned Nick Bosa's sack prediction. I don't think it'll be six. It could very well be two and a half or three, though. Uh, it's a road game, but give me Trey Lance and the Niners laying a touchdown in Chicago this Sunday. You did not pick the Bears. You picked the Niners. I was going to go with that, too, but I, I want to have some variability when it least comes to bets. So I like I like I, I love the minus seven. I will probably still bet that for the I was between that Niners. and uh, the Ravens laying the same number. In the Meadowlands against the, against the Jets. But I went with the Niners. But yeah. feel free to steal it. Um, I'm not going to steal it. I'm probably going to bet it anyway. Um, my first pick is going to be in the great state of Michigan. Uh, the Eagles is going. The Eagles are going to Detroit. They're currently minus four. I think that offense is, bound, or is set to have a breakout year. Um, Detroit, they got weapons, but I still think it's just Detroit. So I'm going to take Eagles minus four. Yeah, I mean... Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown is great. Jared Goff, maybe yeah. not. Um, defense, going to need to see a step up. They just brought in um, Aiden Hutchinson, but, you know, we've seen Marcus have big impact. Defense. Right. He can affect his position group, to say the least. The pass rush could be more potent. But, um, yeah, I think we've seen a little hard knocks bump there, but uh, I, I do think the Eagles can handle them, even yeah. on the road. Second one I like, I mentioned earlier, Give me two on the Dolphins at home. It's three and a half. I'd love it more at three, but I think they win by at least four. I think this could be closer to double digits if my predictions on the Patriots offense and the uh, Dolphins defense are correct. So putting some faith in Christian Wilkins there and give me the Dolphins minus three and a half. I still like a game from the one o'clock slate as well. Um, Two division rivals of the Panthers, the Saints and the Falcons. Um, it's at Atlanta, but I still think the Saints are going to be able to cover. They got a good offense, great defense. They're sitting minus five and a half, so I think they'll probably win by a touchdown or two, three. So nothing crazy from the Falcons this year, especially on offense. I mean, yeah, quarterback uh, falling off the table, quarterback 
falling off the field. <laughs> falling off the earth quarterback. No really real weapons. I'm pretty sure Drake London's still coming back from his injury or Yeah. Um they got Kyle Pitts there as well, but I mean a yeah, tight end can only raise your skill yeah. group so tall or so high. But um Yeah. Yeah, I mean Michael Thomas anything close to himself as long as Kamara is eligible. Um Jameis, you know, he might throw four picks, but I do think they can get it done. So I like that too. Wrapping it up, I've been heavy on this team the entire episode, so it should come as no surprise, but give me Vikings plus 100, even money on the money line. Nice. I like that. I picked the Raiders earlier, but I see this being a high-scoring affair. I really don't like NFL overs, and I'm probably, this is probably going to bite me in the ass, but I like the over 52 and a half. I mean, I could see it. J.C. Jackson, I think, ultimately will play. May not be himself coming off an injury that he had some minor surgery for a little bit too recently for my liking. So I think that uh, that could be a 30-something to 30-something type game. So I think 52-and-a-half is a good shot uh, for an over. So yeah. can't knock that either. But, uh, but yeah, so that's straight-up picks and bets we like for NFL. Again, this will all be tweeted out before the game start. And, of course, recapped after they end yeah. on Twitter at the 1009. Um, um, we do have Jacob's bets. Oh, do we? Uh, okay, go ahead. Just rattle them off. We have his bets, not his picks. He likes Raiders plus 3.5, Packers minus 1.5, Cowboys plus 2.5. Okay. Well, I'm, so, I like, we disagree on Yeah, two. I was about to say, contrarian there, but the, that's good for the show. Get some variety in there. Um, yeah. And we'll see. Who's on the right side of these slates? Again, that'll all be on Twitter. Um, but yeah, anything else you got? That's it. I'm just ready for a full weekend of football again. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, so mentioned the Twitter a couple times. That's the best place to find this stuff. We tweet the links out every episode that we drop, whether it be a normal pod or the Slate Show, which is what you're listening to right now. You, We're you. also on Twitter, uh, the 1009 Podcast. Find us there. Um, YouTube as well, that's what I meant to say. If you want to watch our beautiful faces for some reason, um, cash makes appearances every now and then. Uh, if you want to see Bailey mad at me taking his picks, that happens too. Live react to McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. If you want to see Bailey just take a long look at a certain object on his ceiling, then that will also be prominently featured on our YouTube. So, yeah, this will be posted, like always, with the normal pods on Apple and Spotify for your listening pleasure as well. But, um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, um, uh, our official mascot did not make an appearance in this episode, so he'll probably be back at some point. Um, but yeah, I ain't got anything else. We'll probably talk to y'all next. Some sort of week two, week one review, recap, baseball recap. Might have a full-blown episode for you next week. Yeah, that's the plan. But uh, yeah, we'll see y'all then. Yep, deuces. Subscribe.